every once in a while I'll read the New York Times. But it has to be in print form. And it has to be in a public place. And I have to be sitting in a chair, leaning back slightly, my right leg over my left. And I'm not actually reading the New York Times. And I'm just assuming the position in hopes that when people see me, they think I'm reading the New York Times. It has to be printed out because that makes it arrogantly obvious that I'm holding and looking at a newspaper and in public. Because I feel the only people who read the paper outside their home naturally very intellectually sound. If I was reading the New York Times from their mobile app in public, just sizing me up for the millennial that I am, it's all too easy to assume that I'm either on Instagram, Tinder, or looking through a barrage of short story texts that I just received. I don't actually read it because I have to be aware of my surroundings. The paper blocks everything but my peripheral vision, so if someone sees me head on, they'll see a person in pants, either too baggy or too tight, but the right leg flung over the left, leaning back, reading the paper, the conclusion, I mean, this individual in the 35 to 90-year-old demographic. But as they come around the side, they then see my 24-year-old self, my 24-year-old self that didn't know Mark Wahlberg was a pop star before film. Once they even get in that peripheral line of sight, instinctively I'm going to squint, as if digesting the current geopolitical climate, but in reality, I'm just squinting at the baseball stats in the sports section. It's all for show. We live in the podcast, social media era. I mean, for me, it's easy to get an hour worth of newspaper reading in just 10 minutes. That's the nature of it. But that's not to say the paper isn't important. I love the vibe of reading the newspaper. It feels classic. It feels like I live in a time where the entire family sits and eats breakfast together. Myself, the father of the family, is sitting in a chair, but I've tilted it slightly away from the table so I can actually take my right leg and then again put it over my left. I wear glasses, but they have the top half cut off, so I have to angle my head upwards and then look down to read it. I've got a full head of hair around the sides, but on top I'm balding, and this was pre-Rogaine. And I'll have a colored t-shirt on, I'm assuming a couple pens in that front pocket, tucked into pleated khakis in the shoes, woven leather on top with a tassel to match. The breakfast table is covered in blue plaid cloth, due to washing innovations that haven't yet arrived, several stains still tag along. Initially infuriating that our kids can't drink milk without knocking over the glass or keep the chili in the bowl, the stain's now serving as happy keepsakes. My kids will refer to me as Pa, and the way they say Pa is sort of bringing it out then fluctuating upwards. Coming down the stairs in the morning, skipping a few steps, jumping down, grabbing the banister, rotating, applying G-force, spinning around a quick kiss on my cheek, grabbing their lunch bags, and out the door. The dialogue's something like this. Morning, Pa. Simply put, I think I try and look like I read the New York Times in hopes of channeling the father from Gene Shepard's The Christmas Story. Erotic lamp and all. <laughs>